Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Brad Perry, CEO of Calgary Economic Development, is our guest this morning. Again, I should say. <laughs> He's been the CEO for just over a year. And a few weeks ago, we hosted Brad on our show and discussed the first year at his tenure as a the CEO, and 2022 success and failures of uh, Calgary Economic Development. Uh, this show, we're going to kind of focus on the future and what 2023 brings to us in the future beyond 2023. And also, we're going to mention the event coming this Tuesday, which is Report to the Community, which we're going to do live now in person after a couple of years that it was uh, virtual. So good morning, Brad. Good morning, David. Thank How are you? you? For, I'm good. Thank you for being our guest again and talking about the future. Good morning, Tara. Good morning. Tara, morning, you have the right for the first question about the future. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and we'll get to that. I just think that maybe first off, let's do a little recap of what Calgary Economic Development is. Absolutely. Thanks, Tara. Good to see you again. Thanks nice for having me, guys. Uh, yeah, Calgary Economic Development it really is, is positioning Calgary for long-term economic success. We're here to help the city grow, expand, and we do that through you know the acquisition retention and expansion of companies capital and talent and making sure that our community is set up for that that future prosperity that we want so we, we work with companies locally we work with companies internationally and understand how can we make sure that we build the talent pool that we need to grow our city I have a one question regarding something that is being discussed everywhere I go and that is the last of us <laughs> oh yeah so, the last of us which is I'm not watching, sorry, but everybody else on my family is, so well, that's good. There was 8.2 million people on the season finale, which beat the Oscars, by the way. So Amazing. So how do we take uh, that success and grow it? Yeah, great question. I think it's, it's not unlike what we do with businesses, right? So I think what happens is once you have, I call it the hive effect. I think I t- talked about this at the last show that we did. Uh, this idea of getting these anchor kind of properties or companies or shows gets the message out to the rest of the world. So even from a business standpoint, if you think AWS, AWS announces a $4.5 billion investment in our community, other, other companies start to understand AWS is coming here, why they come here. A show from HBO, The Last of Us, uh, gets rave reviews, talks glowingly about our community and how we work well together. That sends a message to the rest of the production community about how it's great to shoot here, how the talent we have here, and the infrastructure we have, and most importantly, how we're a film-friendly city. The city's been amazing to work with. I can tell you, HBO will tell you all day long how great the city was. And the fact that our team, like Luis Avito and Aaron O'Connor and, and Lissa, who all work diligently to make sure that those productions get serviced properly while they're here, It's an amazing testament to the work that we're doing and it's it's the longest overnight success story as we keep <laughs> saying right we've been doing this for 15 years now and uh, we're finally getting recognized globally I mean we are one of the top 10 places to make movies and have a life in North America right now as well so uh, by the way I, is there a season two uh, there is season two they just haven't announced where they're shooting it yet oh I it, see it, it got green lit just, it's in it's in pre-pro right now or pre-production right now and so they're looking for different markets I mean I want to temper expectations because if you follow the game the game actually ends at the ocean so as much as we can do a lot of great stuff uh, I, I don't much we can quite replicate the ocean so we're, we're, we're confident and we were in conversations with them right now uh, they really enjoy their experience so at the end of the day they had an amazing experience with amazing crews and look at the product that they have so it's that's the thing too everybody always raves about our crews yeah right? absolutely in in Calgary mm. 
You know, I want to stay with the film industry because sure. we had uh, the commissioner here on our, on our show, and uh, he came to us um, shortly after they came back from Los Angeles, so the mayor yep. and, and your crew. So do we see now any fruits for 2023, 2024 oh, from that trip? Absolutely. We're, we think we have 11 productions on the go right now. We have Fargo shooting here. We have a whole bunch of greenlit projects. So. Right now, I think we have 11, and we've got another 13 in the pipeline for the rest of the year. So that trip bore a lot of fruit. Actually, Luke is going back down to Los Angeles at the uh, – he was just in Los Angeles, sorry, to talk about the film tax credit that the government just put forward and the $4 million they're putting into the other parts of the film and uh, TV industry. So uh, we're getting lots of recognition. Lots of people are noticing us now. And, uh, you know, as, as you know, Tara, from, from being in the TV business, the fact that you get 12 hours of magic light in this city, mm. it's amazing, right? And, and mm-hmm. directors and DOPs go, oh, my God, because I can take and take and take. I don't have to just do one cut or one take and get through stuff. So the natural beauty that we have just makes the shooting in this environment so great. I was just talking to somebody uh, last week who was shooting a film here, and he was saying how fortuitous it was on one day they, they spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to have fake snow right? They didn't have to have any fake snow, all this big, beautiful, (laughs) these snowflakes were coming down. He said, it was freezing. Everyone was miserable, but it sure looked beautiful. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I can do without the snow scenes in April personally, but that's... Yeah. <laughs> it was beautiful. So there's the film industry that's uh, coming up. And what other industries are you seeing really starting to grow here in Calgary? Yeah, I think some of the burgeoning sectors for us, I mean, if you look at the aerospace and logistics sector, I mean, you know, the announcement that was made last month with the Kansas City Rail and CP merger, I mean, that again just sends a message that we are now that destination where you can get your products to market more efficiently and more quickly. And it's another head office for Calgary. And so for us, you know, we have the most head offices per capita in the country. And people go, well, why is that important? Well, it's because we have decision makers here. And they go, okay, well, that's nice. But again, why is that important? Well, decision makers have access to the data. And if we're going to solve most of the problems that we're challenged with right now, data is the key to that. And so that's why we're incredibly well positioned on a multitude of industries. So transportation, logistics, life sciences, you know, with the the cancer center being open soon, it's going to be another game changer for us to attract that kind of talent and people who want to do research around solving that challenge of, of cancer. If I look at the agritech business, I mean, we have the most head offices in agriculture of all of North America, and you're seeing that growth. But what's really exciting is the, the technology that's happening in agriculture right now. You know, we have Olds College, which is the smart farm just uh, north of the city. Mm-hmm. That's an, if you haven't gone up there, it's amazing. It's so cool, the work that they're doing up there. And we have a working relationship with them to make sure we bring that talent and understand how to solve those challenges that we have. So we're excited about a whole bunch of stuff. And I think the tech business as well. Uh, I mean, it's exciting to see. We had most the most venture, venture capital uh, investment in our community in, in five years now. And you're seeing that growth. You're seeing startups start to be able to take hold and grow. And, you know, we also run the Opportunity Calgary Investment Fund. And we spent uh, $30 million in attracting the best scale-ups and startup uh, incubators in the world. We have, you know, 500 startups. We have uh, SVG Thrive. We have Plug and Play. All that's to do is to set up local Calgary companies to help grow and scale more effectively, more quickly, and become globally competitive. So I'm excited about all of our industries. It's like people ask me, which one's your favorite? I said, no, I love all my children the same. I absolutely do. (laughs) Some are going to grow faster than others, but I I love all my children. I think the one that we always talk about, too, is energy, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Look, we're always going to be the energy capital of this country. The way it looks might change a little bit. So you look at energy transition. If you look at carbon capture and storage, if you look at hydrogen, 
all these amazing things that are happening and the technology that's being developed here, we will be a next exporter of intellectual properties, my thing, my belief, in the future. When we're getting all these solutions built here, grown here, and we can actually export that to the rest of the world. So that's what gets me excited about what's happening in our city. When we hosted you here three weeks ago, you mentioned that uh, everybody is collaborating. Uh, and you also mentioned the secondary uh, schools, the universities that we have here. Um, I remember a few years ago when we were pitching for Amazon to come here, their criticism on our system was you are producing so many nice geologists and uh, oil and gas engineers, but we don't need them. We need other kind of uh, specialties. Did the universities in our cities and the other colleges kind of change that, I would say, future for their own kind of students instead of more and more oil and gas guys? kind of different industries? Yeah, a thousand percent. If you look at the, the numbers that are coming out of our post-secondaries now, we have the most STEM graduates anywhere else per capita again in the country. So they heard that message, like you said, David. They said, you have amazing talent, you just don't have the right kind of talent. And so you saw those initiatives start to change. You saw post-secondaries change. One of the programs that we heard from that and launched was called the Edge Up program, which was driven to, to take displaced mid to senior level oil and gas people and move them into technology, which was a seven-month program of high intensity for data science, data training, uh, data cleansing, uh, data management, right? project management. Uh, the first cohort that we had was back in uh, early 2020, and, or just mid-2020. We had 100 seats available, and we had 1,200 applications. So it goes to tell you that people wanted that. Our second cohort is going to put through almost 400 people in five different disciplines now. And so, again, all of our post-secondaries are working with us to drive that. And the key to that is getting, making sure we have the right talent pool for our city to mm-hmm. let our companies grow and scale properly. Our guest this morning is Brett Perry, president and CEO of Calgary Economic Development. Uh, we have to take a short commercial do we break. Have to? Yeah, do we, we have, have to? Yeah, we really have we to. We do have to. We have to pay for the show. Yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> Always be selling. We have to uh, recognize Calgary Economic Development that has been our sponsor from the first day in That's May right. 2021. So uh, thank you for that. And Thanks, we, Brad. We, we look for you know many more years together. Absolutely. And we'll be back immediately after the commercials. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. We're back with our guest, Brett Perry, President and CEO of Calgary Economic Development. So, Brett, we're three days before the big and report to the community. And uh, it's it's exciting to see that we're back also in person and and. We think we'll have about 1,500 people from all industries in the city. What can you share with us before Tuesday? Throw a bone here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's about the community. It's, it's funny because somebody asked me and said, well, isn't this like a Calgary Economic Development event? Like, why aren't you? I said, well, because we serve the community, right? Our shareholders are the entire community. So it's really about getting those conversations going and having – that interplay between business leaders, community leaders, and that. And so for us, that's really important. And I think, you know, what's going to be really interesting is, as I think we sort of mentioned in our last show, uh, is that we have a special conversation happening, a very intimate conversation between the Premier of Alberta, uh, the Leader of the Opposition, and the Mayor of Calgary. So uh, Danielle Smith, Rachel Notley, and Mayor Gondak will be sitting down to have a very intimate conversation that's going to be led by the Mayor. So we're, we're excited to hear that perspective 
especially as it relates to community and how, what their perspective is on our community and how important it is for them in what they do. I love this idea of having a conversation where hopefully people are listening to each other and, and really trying to understand perspectives. Brad, you and I have talked about this before that a lot of that is missing where the people are just talking over each other, not really listening to try to learn. When I immigrated here, the whole perspective, uh, Calgary was like most male dominant, white people, and it's so different. I love the idea of three women. Well, I mean, you know, it, it plays into into our city as well, being the third most diverse city in the country. Mm-hmm. You know, 41% of our population identifies as visible minority as well. So that's the kind of stories that people aren't hearing. And so if I look at 2023, one of the things that we're, we're hopefully going to be able to do is break down some of those perceptions. We've seen some amazing growth on that, mm-hmm. but we have to keep driving that home. And that's part of the work that we've been doing uh, with our partners at Tourism Calgary and the city and a lot of our civic partners and community partners is rebuilding the brand. We're in the process right now of restructuring the brand of Calgary. And we're hopefully going to be able to come out to the community kind of later this summer, early in the fall with what that looks and feels like. I can tell you the work that's being done by all of our partners and our agency partners has been amazing. A lot of smart, smart people. And we've done a ton of engagement across the whole city to make sure we reflect what the city not just is today, but what's going to look like in the future. So I know that you're a, you know, very experienced marketing and communications person. This is your background. So in terms of the branding, how do you keep the authenticity of Calgary and the history with also moving us forward? What's this, how do you do that? Yeah, it's a challenge, I yeah. mean, especially hearing the different perspectives, right? And so we made sure we went to all corners of the city. We wanted to hear from voices we normally wouldn't hear from, right? So whether it's the, the new Calgarian community or the old Calgarian community to understand what's important, but not just today, right? Because this isn't mm-hmm. about what's today. It's not a point in time. This is right. about the future aspirationally set this up. We have to drive that forward. And so it's a, it's a really polarizing conversation. People have, have deep, deep thoughts on that. And it's, it's amazing to hear the perspective. So for us, it's finding that right balance. But at the end of the day, it's, it's not about a campaign. This is about the underpinning of our strategic imperative for the brand itself that will set us up for the future. So it's a lot of heavy lifting, a lot of hard work, a lot of smart people are, are tackling this, a lot smarter than I am. So I'm, I'm great to have the people around us that are doing this. But it's, it's about understanding the past, but making sure we look at that future. Mm-hmm. And if I can just indulge for a second, I had this amazing conversation with uh, a knowledge keeper uh, recently. And he had his grandson, he told me his grandson a conversation he was having. And he said, my grandson asked me, you know, how do you know when you're old? <laughs> and he thought, he thought, wow. And he thought about it for a while. And uh, he said, you know, is it because of gray hair? And he said, no, actually, you know you're old when all you talk about is what's happened versus what's going to happen. And I think for us, that's, mm-hmm. that's that, that motto. So for me, Calgary is not that old of a city. And I think we need to keep looking forward to make sure we're always young at heart. And so that is, to me, is that underpinning. When he said that, that just resonated so strongly with me to, un- to see that, that, yeah, we have to acknowledge the future and respect our past, but we have to be future forward looking all the time. You know, in the business community, I think that it's uh, common, I would say, discussion and knowledge that Alberta is leading now the country. Calgary is leading Alberta. And with the what we hear about other provinces in our country, that uh, people can't afford buying homes, can't afford even paying rent for their businesses. How are we going to take advantage of this great opportunity we have to grow our footprint and population and businesses and employment and, and become the true fourth we should be? Yeah, that's a great question. I think we, we've been at this for a while now, right? I think, again, perceptions don't change overnight. Uh, it takes a long time. It's not just one campaign. It, it's consistent messaging all the way through. 
But I think if you look at our value proposition as a city, you know, we have an incredible lifestyle. We have affordable housing. We have one of the best business environments in the country. And so we've been pushing that. But again, you know, look, I love to sell. Nobody wants to hear what I have to say. They want to hear from the people that are here. And so three years ago, we actually shifted our focus for our strategy and really started talking about the companies, not about us. So people want to hear the success stories. And so our LiveTechLoveLife.com website talks about the Calgary stories, companies that have grown here, built here, and scaled here. And that's what people want to hear about. They want to hear those true stories. They don't want to hear a salesperson pitching because we're always, you know, we're always a little bit leery of hearing that, that oversell piece. And so for us, it's proving that fact. And I think the research that showed us, people were a little bit reticent to move here because they didn't think there were other kinds of jobs. And so we needed to really refocus ourselves to show people the kind of work that's being done in our community, especially in the tech sector, for people to see that as a growth opportunity long-term. And that also plays into helping retain talent, right? So keeping our youth here is a, is a big, big challenge sometimes. I hear that all the time. But if they understand the opportunities, if we keep growing these sectors that it's exciting, I think that's going to position us well for the long term. And it's about you know the, the place where big ideas and bright minds get together with unmatched spirits to solve that global challenge. And that's really the vision for the city. And so that's, right. that's what we keep driving for. We're with Brad Perry, the president and CEO of Calgary Economic Development. I can never get it right either. (laughs) You're also the um, CEO of Opportunity Calgary Investment Fund, or OSIF. You mentioned it earlier. I just wanted to get a little bit more color on that one. So if if I have a company, I'm I'm an entrepreneur, how do I, what, what state does my company need to be in or at to be able to leverage some of the opportunities that you have at OSIF? That's a great question. So actually, it's our fifth anniversary, believe it or not. The fund's been around. It's a $100 million fund that was set up by the city uh, to help spur economic development and, and drive growth. And so really, the thesis behind the fund was was to help build ecosystem development, attract major manufacturing or major types of companies as cornerstone or anchor companies. Uh, you know, recently, we've gone back and retooled the fund a little bit. So our thesis has changed. We've committed about almost $78 million of the fund already. Uh, we've seen almost a billion dollar of investment spurred from that investment, mm-hmm. uh, which is amazing. We've worked with 26 companies. We've invested in 26 companies. But I got to stress, it's it's not a venture fund, which people always get confused by that, right? So they think it's a typical venture where you need a return on investment. It's not what we do. It's a grant-based model. So people have to achieve different metrics, whether it's job creation, whether it's office space absorption, whether it's ecosystem development. And by that, I mean, are you building talent? Are you helping to train talent? So some of the investments we've made, like IBM or Emphasis, which are larger companies, Mm -hmm. are there to build the pool of talent that we need to support our local companies. We also invested in a lot of incubators and and accelerators to help our local Calgary companies. So what we knew before is Calgary doesn't have a startup problem. It has a scale-up problem. And so we understood that. And so we went out and purposely looked for these kinds of global accelerators to help our local companies grow. What we're doing now as we change the thesis a little bit, we're actually setting up an OSIF Express to help more of our local companies with that attraction piece for talent. And so it's an intake process where we look at the landscape and understand here's some really cool jobs that we need to fill that are having a hard time getting local people to do. Mm. We'll provide support for those companies to help them bring that talent in from out of market to grow their business as well. Brad, we have about 90 seconds. Uh, That's it? Yeah. Oh, come uh, on, man. Well, you don't stop talking. We, we can't even <laughs> throw a question. We can't throw a question here. I That's learned right. from the best, but I learned from the best, David. I learned from you. <laughs> so in 90 seconds, um, looking at 2023 and beyond, what is 
the biggest message you can send internally to Calgary people? I think we have to believe in ourselves. I think there's still a bit of a fragility in our community. People are, are getting better at believing that we can actually diversify, believing that we actually can be the city we, we want it to be. But I think we got to start taking advantage of that. We need to all be ambassadors. We all need to tell the stories. And I think the challenge we've had in the past is we let other people tell our story for us. I think it's imperative for us to tell our story ourselves and get our city to believe in itself again. Calgary Pride. Absolutely. Well, I was going to say, you have to have, that takes having pride, right? To be a good ambassador, you have to feel proud of your city. Yeah. So, you know, we I'm need proud. to have the reasons to be, it's, feel it's, proud. Exactly. Reasons to believe or six uses to leave, right? And we say that right. all the time. And so I think it's people understanding what's actually happening, right? Taking that, taking that extra minute to look and see what's happening under the covers a bit here, to see the growth that's happening, these amazing sectors that we have. Brad Perry, thank you so much. Always such a pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges.